1: Hello there. I am the Ayatollah Pete Donaldson, ready to rock your worlds. I'm joined by Luke Moore. Hello. Hello. Yeah, right, mate. I'm pretty good. You're on yeah. your phone, you tapping out a little message. I'm just texting, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done now, though. Right. Uh,
2: welcome to 2020! Sort of behaviour
1: I'll be pilloried for in 2020. 2020,
2: 2020, everyone's now like Blade Runner. Is it? Yeah. Is that where Blade Runner was set? I got here in a flying car. It was, is this where Blade Runner was set? No, 2019, I think. Oh. I think, yeah.
1: Well, we're already in the future now, Did you get here in a flying car or not? I got here on, in a train. An
2: yeah. underground train. Underground. A lot of cities don't have them. That's a future. A lot of American cities don't have underground trains. Did you wake up on the 1st of January, yesterday, mm. and see what was instantly different? Because um, we're now in 2020. Because 2020 feels like it's a long, like a big thing. Like it's, It feels like now we've got a decade where we can say, it's the 20s. <laughs> it's
1: the 20s. was tough to the get an anchor point before. I'm going to be
2: a flapper. If, yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm going to do the dupe. It rhymes with that. Um, <laughs> Peter... I was speaking to a friend of mine the other day, and I completely agree, and people listening at home to the all-new Futuristic Luke and Pete show, hopefully a lot of them will understand what I mean here. Katie, can you put some laser sounds in here? Katie, do lasers here. And um, there, was, um, there was a 10-year period mm. through from 2010 through to now, just the other day, where there was no anchor point. Yeah, I didn't know what decade I was in. Right. Before I was in the noughties, before that I was in the 90s.
1: We were in the teens, baby. Now, we, were,
2: yeah, we were balls deep in the teens. It doesn't sound right, especially when you say it like that. Do you know what I mean, though, Pete? <laughs> yeah. Now there's an anchor point.
1: Uh, please say the show title is going to be balls deep in the teens. It's not going to be that, is
2: it? <laughs> I want to start the year uh... After Monday's bone the meshes. It's not going to be that. Come on. Yeah.
1: I've got no professional broadcasting now. I can say what I bloody want. This is going to be me, live and unleashed. I've got no... Like, they, can't, uh, they can't find me from Absolute Radio. I'm already gone. Do a burp. I can't know. That's why I needed a catchy. Katie of put a burp on it. <laughs> <that.
2: laughs>
1: put a burp, followed by a laser noise, followed by another burp. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. Thanks, Katie. All right, let's Just leave Katie. a pause
2: for that now.
0: <clears throat>
2: Thanks, Katie. Just uh, Katie. If nothing else, we'll yeah. we'll know whether she listens or not, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are your high hopes for um for twenty <laughs> twenty, <Kate? laughs>
1: I want people stop sending a spam email to the fucking Luke and Pete. <laughs> it makes my half a job an actual job. You've got nothing job. to do now. You've literally got nothing to do. You said, let's, let's, uh, let's do some Christmas emails last week to, to get rid of them. I'm like, all right, let's do the Coffee Club Auckland Christmas Day uh, opening hours for Pete. some kind of Auckland City coffee shop.
2: When that, trade, when that trade website reported that you had left Absolute Radio... And right. said in the uh, article to spend more time on his production company, Stikhanov. Yeah, I was thinking, I don't know what he's going to fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do. Clear out this email box. Do you know what you're going to do? Clear out this email box of spam. Um, we do have a lot of spam emails. It just, it
1: grinds my gears. I, I th- wish I think, never got involved. I think
2: about a year ago. We need to just,
1: burn, just leave the email address on some waste ground and burn
2: it. About a year ago, I think we were kind of short oh, of content. Right. We've been doing something and we were busy or whatever. And mm. we said, oh, yeah, wherever you are, put in hello at lukeandpitcher.com as your email address. We really should never have done that. We should never have no, done that. We, that we was a, it have was a ridiculous. ridiculous, ridiculous. 5,077 emails later. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, for example, hotel football, they're involved. Bills, no. restaurants. If, if anything, I like a bit of Bills. I've started doing like a jazz night at the one near me. It gives us a... Um, jazz night, baby! It gives us a good insight to where our listeners are because I've seen an email here from a place called Wooden Shades right which is a um quite obscure Nicholson's pub that I drive past sometimes okay and I always remember it because I think that's a weird name for a pub <laughs> and we've got an email from there so one of our listeners has been listening to the show or has been had the show in mind while being sat in there so all joking aside it's mm. 2020 now there should be a solution to this mm. shouldn't there yeah I should drink, get it. we
1: should all drink MD 2020 until we're happy with the situation
2: imagine Tom Cruise in the film Minority Report right I should be able to go zzz, right bring up spam spam get rid get rid I think the very idea of the word spam
1: kids will know it but they won't know where it's come from nobody eats corned beef anymore where does it come from
2: it's not even corned beef it's ham it's like a shit version of ham and that's yeah, what shit that's ham that's what's it's called spam because mm. it's like a shit version of emails mm. should be called spemales then I think I think it's. I mean, spam is a registered
1: trademark. I'm, I'd be furious if I was them. I wonder if there was ever a battle, a court battle. Yeah. Spam. I'm fairly certain spam's a trademark. Never mind.
2: If you learnt nothing else, learnt today, nothing else. You've learnt that this is going to be the same old but shit. My then. voice is still fucked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fucked. But what are your high hopes for 2020? I don't know. World peace. Well, peace. Is The world still on fire,
1: probably. I, I imagine sort of um, being in a coma for ten years, going to sleep at, at, t- in
2: 2010, and then. Waking up now, you'd be like, what
0: the fuck? That's a
2: good idea. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually go to the Wikipedia page for 2010 and find out some of the things that happened. I don't know if it has changed that much. You are. Well, it's got worse. Well, it hasn't changed that
1: much, but it's just got worse. Everyone's got um, better mobile phones. We've all got better computers. And there are people in football matches doing monkey chants. It's like... Wow! Yeah, we've not really we've moved backwards,
2: haven't we? Really, in many ways. So, if you were around in 2010 and you went into a coma at the end of 2010, Mm. some of the things you'd remember would be the Burj Khalifa in Dubai was officially opened. Oh, good! The 2010 Winter Olympics were held in Vancouver. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That that was. um... Oh, did the eagle Edwards involved? Do you remember the president of Poland was killed in an air crash? Remember that? Oh, I really don't remember that at all. That was like a big deal, yeah. 96 that... people were killed in an airplane crash in Russia and the Polish president was on board. Jiminy Cricket. Mm. That's incredible. Um, I, by the way, I feel like I should be, know more about this. Have you heard of the two, I mean, you, this might be right up your street. The 2010 flash crash. The flash crash? In, on May 6th, 2010, a trillion dollar stock market crash occurred across 36 minutes, initiated by a series of automated trading programs in a feedback loop. Ha! <laughs> Did someone try to divide by zero I mean that is a that is a financial problem that I literally cannot understand <laughs> uh, like most of them are really mm. Interesting. Um, WikiLeaks released some stuff about the war in Afghanistan mm. uh, and Germany this this is a good one October 3rd 2010 ten years ago just over Germany made its final reparation payment for World War one
1: yeah
2: that is fascinating isn't it
1: that's what that's what kicked off World War II in many ways. And December twenty-first
2: reparations, the diktat. yeah, Ow. quite the Treaty of Rapallo. Was it Rapallo or Locarno? I forget. The, I think it's the Locarno Treaty. Mm. Um, the first total lunar eclipse to occur since 1638 took place. Um, I remember that. I think I remember where I was on the no- day of the Northern Winter Solstice and the Southern Summer Solstice. The first time a lunar eclipse happened on that day since 1638. You don't remember where you were in 1638, Pete? No. That's almost certain. And so, what have we what have we learned since then? Um, I wasn't uh, well, since then. Literally, not like no, what's gotten better. Hmm.
1: like certainly in the UK. The, I mean, twi-
2: the, the Wikipedia page for twenty twenty is quite uh, ambitious. Basic. It's quite ambitious, <laughs> right? So these are the things that will happen in twenty twenty. How was that? Um, that Wikipedia? It was just predictions. Brexit withdrawal agreement. That's, that's in there. <laughs> that's in there. Yeah. Yes. Um, and there will be another solar eclipse on December 14th. That's something to look forward to. I don't think you can say nothing's got better. Right. Since 2010. Okay. In 2010 in the summer, we, you and I went to South Africa together. We went to Johannesburg. Yep. And we had to share a bed for a week. We so don't tell me your life's not right. got better since then. Well, you know, it's all right for us, Jack, is it? That's how, the, that's
1: how the Tories work. <laughs> we get better.
2: The poor people get poorer. It didn't, it, it, it got better for me than being chased around a scary South African house in the, the one of the world's most violent cities mm. by you with a cattle prod, yeah. which is something that actually happened. We never
1: really, we never actually did, I never actually connected with anyone. I didn't
2: even do it on myself, which. You I did w- do it on yourself. Did I do it on myself? Yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, well, well, drunk, then. you did it on yourself. Yeah. Uh, and that's what really hurts. Someone said to me when I was at school, when you get older mm. for a job, you're going to run around a terrifying house in mm. a terrifying city being chased by a man with a cattle prod from Hartlepool yeah i'll probably say uh, i'll take it both hands please i'm from gosport i was thinking it could have been worse <laughs> no that's not great did you, did you one of the things we missed over christmas by the way mm. probably the least heartwarming story um that you could imagine at christmas i mean i'll just read the first line of the story tesco has suspended production of charity christmas cards at a factory in china after a six-year-old girl found a message from workers inside one, claim uh, is ri- allegedly written by prisoners from Shanghai, claiming they were forced to work against their will. <laughs> um, I mean, this is absolutely shocking. Is it? I think it's like, awful. I, why is everyone ringing? Why was everybody? Because we are
1: recording in the future. Uh, why was everyone kind of wringing their hands? Uh, I'm not
2: wringing no. my hands. I'm just saying it. Kind no, but like, of, of brings, the pa- like
1: it, the bells pa- about, like, like how. We know this goes on. We know how capitalism works. Like, Yeah, maybe there's a disconnect. Like,
2: Yeah. A g- cognitive I mean, dissonance. The,
1: the, the man on the street not realising where his shit comes
2: from. But it brings it home, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a particularly stark uh, it's example, like, isn't it? It's like
2: a kid going to buy a couple of... With his mu- His mum going to the supermarket and buying a couple of bits of chicken mm. and then watching... A chicken be violently murdered yeah. in front of it mm. I'm not saying you know obviously people should understand where their food comes from this stuff goes on I get it but I'm just saying it kind of brings it home and I, I found it personally quite shocking for all the kind of woolly fluffy probably pathetic reasons like it's Christmas it's awful to think of that happening and it's awful actually to to think that a company like Tesco and of course this, I don't know if this has been proven but it's, it's, it's been it's been alleged here by the BBC that Tesco is using that in one of their supply chains, mm. essentially using prison labor from mm. China to manufacture their Christmas cards. That's quite a shocking story. Every single last manufacturer of, every single
1: supermarket will have uh, a, a relationship with, uh, somewhere down the line, with um, forced, forced labor. It's, it's just how capitalism and the world works and how China works and how Taiwan works. And how Korea works. It's, it's it just happens a like lot how, in the US
2: as well. A lot of manufacturing goes on in prisons in the US as well. You know. Oh
1: yeah. I mean, like, I mean, the, the prisons are just one big license plate to manufacturers <laughs> and, and, and and everything else that they make. I think I think
2: a lot of
1: like white goods are made mm. by prisons in the US. Yeah. Charge. You know. Uh, I mean, they
2: technically get paid, but I mean,
1: yeah. But like, the yeah, they technically get paid as a tiny amount, and like things like where I think I said before that they they, um, they are they're, they, You know, they they used to like fight fires in like California and stuff, but because they're um, convicts, so they're, they're, they're trained up as firemen and firewomen to, to fight these fires, And then when they get out of prison, because they're felons, they're not allowed to apply to be a fireman. Yeah, right. Fire, fire, uh, yeah, there's fire, a lot.
2: Fire. I mean, there's a really good book. It's a slightly different but related subject. And um, There's a brilliant book, I think it won the Pulitzer, called um, Slavery by Another Name mm. um, by Douglas Blackman. And uh, it um, talks about what happened after the abolishment of slavery in the U.S., after the Civil War. So the mm. Reconstruction period basically all the way through to World War Two. And basically essentially how slavery essentially continued in a different way. Yeah. In lots of different creative, if you want to use that word, ways, between um then and essentially nineteen thirty nine. It's it's a credible, credible uh, story. Well look at the way people are like prisoned
1: in prison not only with bricks and mortar, but with just circumstance. You know what I mean? Like like in in, in the US where um people have health health insurance and it's tied to their to their, to their yeah. job, and they're scared to move jobs because they will lose their premiums. They will lose all of these um, things that they had, and so they're scared to move their jo- lose their job. They're scared to take holiday because they don't get because um, they don't take uh, they don't get holiday pay. It's like it is. There are certain. Um, there are certain yeah, no, aspects yeah. of that, it's get it, is, yeah. slavery, like. I
2: get it. um, <laughs> changing trains ever so slightly oh. because um, <clears throat> I know I'm how dying. Mu- I know how much you like to roll your eyes at these, and I'm quite cynical about them as well. But there was a couple of things uh, in. <clears throat> these predictions about the tech trends for 2020, which I thought might mm. be quite interesting to talk about. One is... um Cool. One is apparently, according to um, a guy called Guy Norris, who is Senior Editor at Aviation Week and Space Technology Magazine, which sounds like a pretty good job, actually, uh, 2020 is going to be a pivotal year for space travel. Mm. Apparently, since NASA retired the space shuttle in 2011, the US has been relying on Russian spacecraft to transport astronauts to the ISS, Um, But that's going to change this year because apparently two US-built spacecraft are going to start carrying crew. Um, One of them is made by Boeing. So insert your own joke there Mm. in light of the 737 MAX uh, problems. Um, But apparently... They'll have a lot more time to think about it. (laughs) it get true. Being in space. It can carry up to seven astronauts into orbit. Apparently the Boeing's impressively titled, if nothing else, uh, CST-100 Starliner.
0: Cool. um,
2: And they're testing it... um, and the first man flight is likely to be this year. And the SpaceX Dragon capsule will go through some final tests. Um, and that will be ready for a crew mission later this year as well. And, of course, these things always go wrong in in some part. So maybe it will be delayed. But it's quite interesting. And, and the talk is that um, of Jeff Bezos, he's thinking of even more creative ways to not pay tax and looking to do some... Um, Space travel himself. I'll oh, oh. go into space. Does that, okay. does that satisfy you? <laughs> You'll never get my tax off me now. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you want it? M- I'm on the moon, baby. You want my tax? Well, you can come and fucking get it. <laughs> By the way, I'm on Mars. See ya. <laughs> you could say that maybe, for example. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, Pete, which which is right up your street and something I found bloody interesting as well is um, this, these flexible displays on mobile phones. Mm. I love that.
1: Yeah. Where's that coming out? I had my Tell eye me eye on, about that. I had my eye on the old uh, Galaxy foldable phone uh, for a little while because it, it came out. Um, people were started peeling off a protective layer that wasn't designed to come off. Oh, good. Why uh, people? We talking about, by
2: people uh, <laughs> do you mean you? Because that's what you were talking <laughs> about on Monday. I love, yeah, I love
1: peeling any kind of layer off. Um, but so they, um, did, you know, they did quite a good thing. Like they, they sent out uh, test units to the press. Uh, the press said this is shit. Why? So they, so they went because um, they were because some people had pe- peeled off the protective layer that protected the screen. Um, and obviously that breaks it. Uh, people would experience dust particles and things breaking and smashing. Um, but uh, the inherent problem with foldable displays is they're actually quite fragile. Right. So um, that's only going to get better.
2: So the big, the big move apparently is that Samsung was a bit of a, um, a bit of a canary in the mine. Mm. And, that, and that as, apparently, as I was reading in preparation for this show, and this is not an area of expertise for me, but just for what I've read, what I've read and based on my notes, there's a company called TCL, right. who are the second biggest maker of TVs in China. And they've apparently invested... Not for all the TVs in China. They've apparently invested in a lot of uh, prison labor. No, in a lot of... Uh, they've invested <laughs> f- $5.5 billion in developing flexible displays mm. ahead of moving into that market. Right, So okay. apparently they're going to improve a great deal mm. very, very soon. And they're going to not only be just for um, um, mobile phones, but they're going to be for smartwatches mm. and smart speakers. Right, okay. I don't know why you need one for a smart speaker, presumably because it could wrap around... the. Uh, yeah, I guess the so. speaker itself. I like the
1: um, I like the yeah because they're quite circular, aren't they? Yeah. Smart speakers. Um, I like the um, the what's that flip phone that everyone had? The Motorola, um, Razer. Yeah, that's back and that's using a foldable display.
2: That looked that was wicked back in the day. Yeah, I was, The new, I really the new one looks
1: pretty good. It's a it's a full um Android experience
2: on a um flippy flip phone. They talk about the Motorola Razer a lot on revisiting. Right, Lora, okay, yeah. it's a classic yeah I, it's a classic one of two phones that I desperately wanted as a kid but I never got and mm. by kid I mean like you know <laughs> late teens or whatever that was one the other one was the one from the Matrix the Nokia <sighs> one Yeah. when you flip, press the button it flips out boop that was great you got, I mean <clears throat> excuse
1: me uh, you could probably still I reckon there's some enterprising uh, company that probably makes something similar you press a button on the side of the phone and it goes, and opens your iPhone for you that would be amazing. I'd
2: love that. Lovely. I would love that. Invest in that. Yeah.
0: 2020,
2: You're people, You're going to invest in anything, guys. Um, Let's take a quick break, Peter. After which, I'm going to, it's a bold prediction. Right. Um, I'm going to deliver an email, which is possibly going to be the high watermark for the entire year. So <laughs> don't go anywhere. Stick around for that. Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss.
0: Gentlemen, this is democracy manifest.
1: Wonderful rolling of the arse on Julian Assange there. Yeah, democracy manifest. What's Julian Assange up to in 2020, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's uh, did he get acquitted of his rape trial in Sweden? I, think I he believe did. he
2: did. I'm going to just was tip- in, that was an interesting uh, situation. Here we go. Um, oh, he's given an interview about the. Um, the rooms you stayed in, in the Ecuadorian embassy. Cool. Um there's not much going on, to be honest. Oh. No. Um all right, what about this email? So I, I did pre-promote before the break that I was gonna do an email which I think will really make you laugh, Pete. Mm. And uh it's from Reese Ferguson. Hey Reese. And he says, Hi guys, uh this isn't really related to anything you've recently spoken about apart from Pete saying the word Worcestershire in a recent episode. Mm. It reminded me of a brilliant video I once found, which I think you'll enjoy. It's fairly simple. It's an old Italian man desperately trying to pronounce Worcestershire sauce. Right. Okay, right? Yeah. Have you seen it, Pete?
1: I think I have. You oh, mentioned this on so WhatsApp, yes, but I think I have. But it doesn't matter. I'm going to enjoy it. It's, so a, good, it's a
2: good clip. It's a guy being... F- I will at the scene. It's a guy being filmed, presumably by his son... Um, and he's and he's got a a bottle of like it's not not Liam Perrin's but it's like Heinz Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, everyone knows what that is. They have that in the US. I'm sure they do. I find it hard to say. anyway and I'm, an, I'm, I'm an an gonna speaker. You, you gotta go Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> it's a better effort than this. <laughs>
0: this one drop of one star shusha. No, ready to go. We gotta use this one shush, shush shusha. <laughs> I don't know. One just star shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one just that shine. One, one just shishara. One chest shush shush shush, shush. 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 shushar. Shushar. Oh, dear, one so nice. just shari. No. Shari. 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 One just shari. You know, almost oh, 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 this argument that the drop like my name is Sharap. Shar. one. 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 stir. One. Two, one two, three, two, three, he
1: shari. starts to infect other words. <laughs> he can't one say one. Just
0: shire. Yay! I told you the truth. I don't know what kind of the the country come this from, but Italian. I don't know what I gotta say. I've written Italian now. Worcester shire sa saucy saucy. Love your job. And (laughs) one justir sa saucy.
1: Brilliant. That gives me life.
2: I love the fact that also in that video he's wearing a t-shirt that says no sweat, no sauce.
1: (laughs) Enjoyable. What a great man. What a lovely chap. It
2: reminds me of when Marcello Bielsa tried to say the word Ipswich. Oh, it's bitch. It's He just couldn't it's say it. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Oy, oy, oy. Um, it's, it's It's also particularly funny for me because I also obviously pronounce every foreign word brilliantly. Correctly. Never yeah, get exactly. it wrong. So,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, Hello at LukeandPeacher.com is the email address I should say, Pete, before you go on. Yeah. Um. Sean uh, got in touch before Christmas.
1: Um. But I, So I want to stick this in. Because we haven't mentioned this and I forgot how good this was. Uh, Emailing to let you guys know of a proper idiot moment. A friend of mine, Uh, Ross, had our uh, house Christmas dinner. Before the dinner, we were talking about our general distaste for Christmas music. And Ross asked me, Have you heard the raspy song where the guy sings, Are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? Right. To which I replied, No. Right. Uh, He played it and I realised he was talking about everybody. Uh, you know here is it, here it is. Every uh, Merry Christmas,
2: Merry Christmas, everybody. It's it yeah, Slade. Here yeah, it is, yeah, Merry Slade. Christmas, everybody's having fun. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. say
1: yeah. Um, which of course I I I, I have heard. I, I watched the Shazans. Yeah. I have heard. Yeah. Um, but he played an edited version where the lyrics are all "Are you hanging up your stocking on the wall?" Have you seen? Have you heard this clip? No. Basically, someone's took the song. Here it is, Merry Christmas, everybody's having fun. It's yeah. Christmas. Yeah. But he's edited it in a wonderful way so that every lyric is. Are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? Okay. And it sounds—I'm going to use the word demented.
2: <laughs> Let's go.
1: Only got a minute's long.
0: Are you hanging up your stocking on your wall? Are you hanging up your stocking on your? Oh God. Wall? <laughs> Are you hanging up your stocking on your wall? Are
1: you
0: hanging up your stocking on your your
1: wall? Lot in there. Lot in there. I was going to say he edited, it, but he's clearly just sang it himself. But I didn't it did. expect
2: it to be so enjoyable. Yeah, but
1: imagine hearing that and going, "Have you heard that rasping Christmas song? Well, you goes, Are you hanging up your stocking?"
2: On Pete, the wall? <laughs> I was absolutely terrified because when you started that email, <sighs> he said, "Do you know the Christmas song? Are you hanging like your stocking on the wall?" Right, and I was thinking, "Yeah, I thought he was going to say that's not the lyrics." Right. I thought he's going to say no. It's, he doesn't actually say that. Right. And it was okay. be one of these misheard and gonna, lyrics. Yeah, things right. and I was going to be guilty of it. I was trying to work out whether I was going to own up to it or not,
1: <laughs> or go, "Oh, what an idiot! I never thought it was that." Did you hear that? Um, Scottish kid who was trying to sing. I think it was. Jingle Bells. A, a, a oh, it's brilliant!
2: Jingle- it's so good. <laughs> what a kid! Amazing <laughs> kid. He deserves to be world famous. That boy. Yeah. Because his confidence. his co- Yes.
1: Yeah. TV news broadcasting and all good viewers but now it's time for a Christmas song. Dashing through the snow. And there were four sophids like all the hells we go. Laughing all the way. Ha ha ha. So kids to be up. That's wrong. Kids be up. That's wrong. To give you presents. That's wrong. Every single year. He ja- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can like... I say what I love about that? So he gets two lines in the whole song <laughs> right which is the one's the first one the other one's the most famous <laughs> yeah. one and I love the idea because he's, he's about eight that kid yeah. if they come to me TV camera and microphone mm. and said sing Jingle Bells and I didn't know it I yeah. probably would have cried right. this, this kid he's gone straight up there Piling. STV time for a wee Christmas song <laughs> I just thought I don't know it but I'm plowing through it yeah. and it's brilliant good on him
1: what a kid. Oh, the world belongs to that boy.
2: Yeah. We have, singa- that boy. we have singularly failed to not do Christmas stuff after Christmas. So I'm going to continue mm. that theme okay. with this email from Alex. I don't know if you've seen this, Pete, but this is a brilliant email. Mm. He says, uh, Hi, guys. Uh, in response to your weird Christmas party stories request, something happened just today that I think fits the bill. It was Secret Santa in the office of our international school today here in Jiangsu, China. Mm. Uh, and my mate John got me a present. With me being a Geordie, um, John got me a wind-up gift of a Sunderland shirt. However, also knowing I'm not particularly keen on spiders, he wanted to add some spice to the gift by getting some toy spiders that could fall out of the gift as I opened it. Mm. He's, as, as Alex says there, all oh, the hilarity, right? So you get what, what he's saying there. Yeah. So he's going to open the present, the toy spiders are going to fall out of the shirt, and he's going to shit himself. That's right. the gag, right? If he actually shit himself. Alex says the problem is that John doesn't read Chinese. And when purchasing the toy spiders from Taobao, China's equivalent to Amazon Marketplace, mm. he didn't realise he was in fact purchasing baby Brazilian giant tarantulas. <laughs> no, <that laughs> Further research via Google translation apps and picture comparing, we think it's a, he's got he bought me a Chaco golden knee tarantula <laughs> that is only one centimetre in size now, but will probably grow up to twenty-two centimetres in leg span. And if it's male, could live up to 10 years, but a female could live up to 25. Little John will live in the science lab at school from now on, but will be staying with my wife and I over the winter holidays to make sure it's fed and safe. I don't think I'll ever get a better secret Santa in my life. Hats <laughs> off to John.
1: Oh. That's a lovely end to a horrible tale. They're looking after it. Yeah. They're doing yeah. right by it. At, look, right by a spider. A and golden new... Trun- if you can't do a right by a trunchler at
2: Christmas... Peace and goodwill to all spiders. That's what they say. That's the saying. Well, I remember that um, marketing campaign that a golden knee tarantula is for life, not just for Christmas. Exactly. Oh, that advert with the cock dog that gets thrown in the bin. Sad. Mm, Makes me sad, sad. Sad face. Yeah. Sad face. It's all that those kind of adverts and drink driving uh, adverts. One they?
1: more, Dave. Remember that one back in the day. One more,
2: Dave. He's oh in, yeah. He's in the pub and he's
1: one more, Dave, and then he is uh, terribly unwell. His wife is feeding him one more, Dave, from the spoon. Yeah. So all has soup on it.
2: Very, yeah. very evocative. I still remember it, even twenty years ago. The most—that's—I forgot about that one, but that was a very, sure, very there's an evocative one as well, where there's a woman driving around a, a nice suburban village, mm. and it's a very pleasant scene. And the, and the voiceover says, "Debbie knew her killer," oh. and and uh, it goes through all that kind of stuff. Mm. And then it turns out that she's been killed by her son right. behind her, who wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Right. And she stopped suddenly. And he went through the back of her and killed her. That and was, he went.
1: That's for getting me a tarantula yeah, that's... for Christmas.
2: <laughs> All right, now. shite. Time for a wee Christmas song. <laughs> Dashing through the snow. <laughs> but that's stuck with me ever since. Mm. I think about that every time I get in the car. Okay, good. <laughs> When, when I have to drive my for um, kids behind you in the back seat. When I drive my like four year old niece around right. in my car in a little car seat. I'm watching you. If you try and kill me, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> no, do you. I, I think I'm fairly certain I drive everywhere at fifteen miles an hour <laughs> and uh I am terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Awful business. Baby shark on loop. Mate, it's a banger.
1: Do, 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 do. That kid in it baby shark. Something wrong with. His, I don't like him. I Haven't seen the vid. He's got like a weird face. Is that
2: a Scottish kid? He just looks a bit too beautiful. It's like, oh, can we start a petition for that Scottish kid to do baby <laughs> shark? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't How would he it get, get right? those wrong? Yeah, uh, baby fester, adult fester Bless him. There we go. All right, Pete. Um, That's the first episode of 2020 in the can. In my cans. Check out my cans. Uh, Many thanks to everyone else who emailed, we didn't get round to this week. Ah, Yeah, shut your noise. And um, who else? Ian and James Tortoise. But James emails all the time. James Um, Tortoise. We'll get to you at some point, James. um, and yeah thanks everyone for all your support in 2019 it's great to be with you in 2020 and we'll see you next week peace be with you and also with you when Donny is back from his 42 week holiday we've just been
1: away for Thanksgiving have a word with yourself give your head a wobble